0: Welcome to the Hillingdon Hospital's NHS Foundation Trust podcast.
1: Welcome to the Hillingdon Hospital's podcast about Hillingdon Hospital's new nursing midwifery and allied health professional strategy. I'm talking to Emma Symes, our Deputy Director of Nursing today, who's been involved in putting this together. Welcome, Emma. So that's a, a bit of a mouthful a nursing midwifery and allied health professional strategy. Can you start by explaining who the strategy is for We all know what nursing and midwives do, I think, but what about allied health professionals?
0: Yeah, of course. So um, like you say, obviously, the nursing and midwifery workforce is quite large. um, But then we also wanted to make sure we included our allied health professionals. So um, this is some of our therapists, like our physiotherapists, occupational therapists, speech and language therapists, our dieticians. So there's about 14 registered allied health professions um, nationally. So they're all registered with the HCPC, um, whereas we're registered with the Nursing and Midwifery Council. Um, So ideally, it's kind of a collective strategy that tries to address um, collective things that will affect all of us, and so so that's
1: the plan. Okay, makes sense. And, And what's the purpose of creating a strategy for all these groups?
0: Yeah, good question. So we um, so we did previously have a strategy, I think that one was for nursing, midwifery and therapy colleagues, I think specifically, rather than all of the allied health professions. So we broadened it out slightly. Um, the previous one ended at the end of last year. So we um, obviously were looking to kind of create one for 2022 onwards. Um, and there is a lot of kind of national strategy out there. So kind of nationally, there's um, nursing strategies, midwifery strategies, there's a, an AHP plan. Um and then obviously kind of regionally and at a sector level, there's then strategy that kind of pulls down from that and kind of sets the vision. So I think we just really wanted to acknowledge locally within our organisation across the two sites um, what our vision was. So really listening to staff and um, about what they wanted to include. Um, and that's kind of how we produce this strategy, to be honest. So we reviewed the previous strategy that we had. Um, and ask people what they wanted to include in the new one going forward so what they were proud of um, and what they wanted to see in the strategy over the next kind of three to four years Um, and that's how we then pulled that together so hopefully it's kind of a way of particularly the one page slide that we've got, so kind of the strategy on a page. Um, we just really wanted to kind of put all of those things in one place, the so things that are common goals for all of us as, as staff groups and what we're working together um, to, to get towards, hopefully. So um, the plan is to provide a bit of direction. and A lot of good work's already going on, so it's also a way, I suppose, of pulling all of that together in one place. So noting that there's lots of work streams that are already happening um, and just trying to kind of pull that together, nicely and into one easy read document and and particularly like I say that one pager that was um, heard loud and clear from staff that they really wanted something that could you know almost be like in their pocket or they could get out on their phone and it would just be a one pager which would really clearly highlight you know what we're all working towards so um, that's the purpose
1: easily digestible then so so what's included in the strategy what's the what's the details so,
0: yeah, so we, we talk a bit in the strategy about the previous one that we had. And um, so that one was quite lengthy um, and it kind of focused on 10 commitments. So um talked about lots of relevant things that are, are still relevant now. Um, but we've kind of tried to streamline it a little bit um, and just sort of make it, like you say, a bit more digestible, hopefully. Because, um, that again, that was some of the feedback on the previous strategy that we had. Um, and we really wanted to make sure that staff could kind of, one of the members we spoke to, um, so they wanted to live and breathe it so they really wanted something that was um easy to remember easy to kind of live by I suppose as a professional um so the strategy includes the overarching ambition so that's in there and that's around recruiting and retaining a highly skilled workforce across those staff groups we've already mentioned and um, and supporting and developing those teams to be able to provide high quality care and um, to everyone that comes through our services and um, so a real- focus on patients and um, but also it is quite workforce focused as well I suppose and um, which again was our feedback from staff around really wanting to focus on kind of making sure we've got the right staff in the right place at the right time and that they've got the right skills and um, to deliver the care that, that we want to be able to deliver and um, so then the strategy just kind of talks through how we've got to this point and and what we've included from staff what they're proud of and there's a few kind of images and tables that um, detail some of that um, and then, as I say, we've got the one pager and um, it talks a little bit around um, kind of other strategies we've linked it to. So we've got the trust people strategy um, and also the nursing midwifery workforce plan. So we've tried to align it to that. We've also considered the cares values in the trust. And um, so, again, it just kind of also shows where we've linked into those bits. Um, and then it just talks through the summary page of the overall plan and our key commitments and some themes. Um, and then it kind of just breaks that down into sort of specific um metrics I suppose in terms of what we're going to do for each of those themes um, so hopefully it's quite um, an sort of easily accessible document um, and quite straightforward to, to read and understand I think.
1: Thank you so you talked about various themes that are covered in strategy can you tell us what the key themes are?
0: Yeah, so we um, we know that people see lots of things. So we know there's lots of emails, there's lots of kind of um, strategies out. There's lots of information that, that staff get. And particularly for these workforce groups that we're talking about, they're obviously all clinical. And um, so we're really mindful of their time. So instead of kind of creating additional themes and things that were new to them, we have tried to just map to what we've already got and mirror those documents that were already out there that people are aware of. So we've used um, the pillars, which are from the people strategy. So there are kind of key themes that we've mapped to. So that's looking after our people, belonging in our trust, new ways of working and delivering care and growing for our future. And then we've mapped each of those to the CARES values, because what we really heard kind of loud and clear from staff was that they really kind of, I suppose, recognise the CARES values. They were able to articulate what they are um, and they really kind of see that that's what they're doing in their practice so we also then mapped kind of the communication attitude and responsibility equity and safety and um, in amongst those themes and um, so broadly I know they're quite um vast um but they're, they're the themes that we've then pinned the commitments to so hopefully that um that kind of makes sense and just sort of um compartmentalizes it a little bit for people
1: yeah and makes yeah. it measurable I suppose Mm, yeah can we talk a bit more about the theme of looking after our people how can we enable this and what would be the measures of success for that one yes yeah, so i think this is a really
0: important one and um, so yeah, thanks for flagging this one um we know kind of um from our staff survey and that's actually one of the enablers we've included in the strategy um some of our feedback was around kind of how we can improve what we're doing in terms of looking after our people and as i said the strategy does have a real focus on our workforce and um, so obviously looking after that workforce um is is yeah absolutely kind of the top of our agenda Um, and of the enablers that we've looked at are things that we've either got in place and we want to improve slightly and kind of we can continuously improve those things so that one of them is the preceptorship programme so for example we have that for our midwifery colleagues we also have it for our nursing colleagues and that we're looking at what we can do for our allied health professions to kind of develop what's there already and so I guess kind of having a a standardised programme and ideally in the future that would um, potentially be multidisciplinary. that would kind of be our aspiration and so that would be one of our measures of success in terms of progress against that um, there's a lot of work going on anyway around health and well-being in the trust um, and including kind of staff survey feedback and making sure we're acting on that and embedding that in business as usual and um, so again kind of a measure of success is how well we're adhering to those kind of trust-wide plans particularly for our staff so are our frontline staff feeling the difference and yeah. you know are they hearing what's going on with their feedback and you know how that's then changing things for them in practice and mm-hmm. um, there's also obviously the reward and recognition again which is kind of led by HR colleagues predominantly and but also just trying to empower our teams in nursing, midwifery, and AHPs and to do things locally as well so we've kind of got that great tech system um, and you know obviously utilising kind of communications and around the trust to try and you know recognise the good work that people are doing so again some kind of particular measures of success that we can that we can monitor in terms of data, but also just that kind of qualitative feedback from staff that does it feel different um in terms of that recognition and reward. Um, and then something that keeps coming up a lot so kind of induction and orientation for new starters so whether that's um temporary staff so kind of bank or agency perhaps nurses midwives um or kind of locum therapists um or our new starters so whether they're permanent staff or students even and making sure that what we're inducting them to is really robust in in the local area Um, and again trying to kind of standardize that so a few kind of key measures of success in that one. We can, you know, work out have we got a standardised induction program? Are people following it? What does compliance look like? What's the feedback from the people that are using it to induct people and being inducted and against that checklist? And so again, that one um, should be quite feasible and hopefully that will make a big difference in terms of kind of welcoming people into the areas and and making them feel comfortable and competent really to, to provide care there.
1: All really important stuff and it's so important to measure it just to make sure that we are improving as a trust and as hospitals and as staff and I I want to ask about the theme new ways of working and delivering care how is that one possible what's the plan of action there
0: yes I think this one's really this is probably one of the kind of more exciting ones I guess um, in terms of kind of that looking forward and that transformational piece Um, so we've included quite a lot in this one um, and they are quite big programs so I'll start kind of um, from the bottom of the list that we've got there so the kind of hospital redevelopment program that's obviously running um, is kind of a massive way of how we'll be changing our ways of working and so we have mapped the years of this strategy um, against kind of the hospital redevelopment program so that it's aligned to the work that's going on there because we know that will change our way of working um, considerably and and, and for the better definitely which is exciting and there's a lot of work you know nationally and locally around workforce transformation so really looking at what we can do in terms of our current workforce and particularly during COVID um, people were asked to flex their roles or maybe work a bit differently or consider things in a different way or perhaps um, you work from home or or do things remotely and things we've not really done before necessarily so there's a real push nationally to try and keep up with this work so still trying to transform our services and actually who's the right person to deliver that piece of care or to look after that person and or to do that risk assessment and how can we make that happen so that one's really interesting. Um, and obviously, we'll be working with kind of HR colleagues, finance colleagues as well around establishments generally and what we can do. Um, and there's a few examples we've included in the strategy. So, for midwifery, there's some roles that they've already introduced, which are kind of quite new and, and different to what they've used previously, which is good. There's another one around maternity services, and um, which is about their continuity of carer. So again, some kind of real focus on midwifery, particularly off the back of the Auckland report, which people might have seen, and um, that's obviously been shared nationally. Um, so a few kind of key focuses on midwifery, and um, because we know that often nursing is the biggest workforce, and we really wanted to make sure that the, our midwifery colleagues and our AHP colleagues um, had a real voice in this strategy as well, and it wasn't too yeah. nurse-centric. Um, and then I think also kind of the bit around resources and, and digital agenda. So um, what we're doing with IT, what's our infrastructure like, um, what have we got in terms of resources and how can we use that better? Um, obviously, we know that everyone in the NHS is quite financially challenged. I mean, that's something that we're used to working with. So um, kind of what can we do differently and with what we've already got, I suppose, um, and kind of bearing in mind that people are a bit fatigued from from Covid and you know what we've experienced over the last couple of years anyway in terms of kind of workforce demand and and massive pressures on the services so um yeah I think kind of following on from the looking after our people that's our kind of priority I guess and then once we've got that kind of strong stable workforce and how we can potentially look at doing things differently how we can innovate um, and how we can support them to provide even safer and and better quality care I suppose. Oh
1: so interesting and everything's so important and it's um, like we talked about measurement, it's so important to measure the success of how how, how the strategy is being implemented. How are you going to monitor whether or not we're succeeding at all these different elements?
0: Yeah, no, and that's a really valid question. And actually, some of the people we spoke to, that was the sort of question that they were asking us because um Obviously, they were kind of inputting into this and kind of sharing ideas and thoughts. And they, you know, as you said, recognised the importance of that and, and wanted to know that we would be monitoring progress and to feel that there'd be that kind of feedback loop on what we're doing and where we're getting to. And um, so monthly at our Nursing, midwifery and AHP board, and um, it's a standing agenda item to discuss progress against the strategy. So each of the kind of key themes, which are in the different colours, and um, we will be presenting progress updates with the leads on each of those and um, so we'll have real oversight um, at that kind of senior level within the workforce um, around kind of where where we're getting to are there any barriers is there any slippage and um, do we need support with things but also really celebrating good stuff so if there's been massive improvement in some of them or you know like you were saying with measures of success if we've if we've got some of those and actually we want to celebrate that it's a really good yeah. place to share that as well and so we'll focus on the positive too and we'll also be taking it to some of our committees as well and so that one of the committees will take it to perhaps on a quarterly or annual basis and again with a progress update just so they can keep an eye on kind of where we're getting to so that'll be our pnod committee so people and organizational development committee and and then there's also a trust management board group and that will also take some updates to just to escalate any concerns really and if we need to with that group of people who attend that and, and the idea being that hopefully the messages we're sharing at that level will get cascaded down. So mindful that we want our frontline staff to also feel that there's progress updates and that they can see the difference in the traction we're making. So the idea will be we share that consistent message at, at that level of meetings, and and the expectation will be that that's cascaded um, down to our other other staff or you know various bandings, and to make sure that they're they're getting the opportunity to to hear that feedback and ask questions and comment on things and suggest new ideas so I guess it's also important to note that it's not a fixed strategy so although mm-hmm. we we've put this out for this period of time but actually it is subject to change it should kind of be that living breathing document that you know yeah, people constantly are working on yeah so we can we can definitely change bits of it and have influence from from the people on the front line so um yeah really keen to get people's feedback so that it's a dialogue and not just us kind of telling them what what's happened so yeah and yeah, that's the plan anyway.
1: Well, it sounds so positive and such a good thing to write it all down, put it and produce it into a strategy and detail how you're going to succeed and how you're going to communicate with everybody. So thanks so much for joining me to talk through the strategy. Um, all the details of the strategy and in fact the strategy itself are on the Trust Public website, thh.nhs.uk. And you can download it from the publications page. Please log in next time to hear more about what's going on at Hillingdon Hospitals.
0: So that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please do join in the conversation about this episode, tag us in social media and uh, send us any other comments and let us
1: know your thoughts and we'll see you next time.